I love two strokes. Four strokes are nice. Don't get me wrong. I love a good four stroke, but uh, two strokes are great. Can we use that as the quote? At the beginning? Two strokes are great. I was, I've been holding my lips closed going, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm amazed I didn't jump all over that. That's the soundbite of all time right Why there. do you Thank think you, I kept Bonnie. going? Did you see his face got red? I was just sitting going. <laughs> Welcome to the Two Authors Chat Show, an entertaining podcast with two best-selling authors Connecting readers with an eclectic array of distinguished guests through lively conversation and interviews. Hosted by mystery, suspense, and thriller writers, Douglas Pratt and Nicholas Harvey. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's show. Hello. I am Nicholas Harvey, and this gentleman next to me, well, next to me is in Memphis and I'm in Florida. But you can't see us anyway. Close to my so. heart. Yeah. <laughs> but you don't know. They don't know. So, We're all together. But he's close to my heart. Mr. Douglas Pratt, how are you doing? I'm good, sir. How are you today? I am good. Well, hey, we've got a listener question that we're going to start off with. This one comes from Joanna in South Carolina. And her question is for you. And it is, if you were a character... In one of your own novels, what kind of character would you be and how would you fit into the story? I'd probably be some creepy stalker guy looking at AJ or Nora. Well, that's fair. Yeah. Really, I wouldn't read your books, <laughs> but man, I got a hot for AJ anyway. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I would be a diver of some sort in the AJ novels, you know, because I'd have to be because, you know, like I'm a diver and I love diving. You would fit in there. You'd be doing the exciting stuff and like, or you'd just be the guy that shows up on her dive boat and. Well, we all like to think that we'd be some superhero, gung-ho kind of guy, you know, but no, I probably wouldn't be. I'd probably be some guy like, oh, I've got a splinter in my finger. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't continue. I stepped on an urchin. <laughs> Ow. I have to go back to the boat. Live back. I'd, I'd be in some diving scene with yeah. you. Yeah. What about you? Probably something similar. I mean, I wouldn't be on the boat with chase because his boat's kind of small but you know maybe in the bar like i can see like passing through the bar and just sitting up that'd be kind of fun actually huh write ourselves into i'm sure people have done this a lot clive Cussler, clive Cussler used to do it he would put himself yeah really? he put himself in at least toward the later books like the last half of his series he was he started putting himself in there not never mentioned him by name i don't think he just you know described himself and drop him drop him in there that'd be yeah. cool they do it in movies all the time. That's the true, yeah. cameos where the writer or the director. Do you ever, do you ever cameo like a real person? Like, do you ever slide anybody in that's you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I've got reoccurring characters that are, um, come up all the time. So my friend Casey from the DOE is in there. Casey Keller, she works for the Department of Environment in Cayman, and she's a character in, the, uh, in many of the books. And several more. Jen, a friend Jen, who used to have a cafe a lovely place in Georgetown. She sold it and has a different business over there now, which it's hard to work into the story. But yeah, lots of locations that are real as well. Heritage Kitchen, which is a great little food shack place. Real locations are nice too. The slide in there. I've got I've got one uh, that's kind of recurring. That's uh, one of my beta readers, and she's helped me out with a lot of stuff. And I, I made her Chase's former CEO. So that was kind of cool. And I, in some older books, I slid a few people in that were. People I knew and just regularly. Although I've got one friend I slide in regularly and kill him. His name, yeah. 
I was killing, killing him. him. Yeah, he actually he's the one that I, he had a um uh Honda Del Sol, which is why I pulled that Honda Del Sol for uh yeah. Oh, for missing I had the intended keys. on us blowing it up, we just never did. So we never yeah. got around to that. Well, we'll have to in one of the when they're back in the keys, we'll have to blow up the cars. That'd be good. All right, who do we have today? We have awesome person, and this is a uh, Bonnie Paulson, who is a USA Today best-selling author of like thousands and thousands of books. Like she make it's insane. She writes rom-coms and sweet romance and western romance and post-apoc romance and you know because they go together. Romance happens in the post-apocalypse era. I mean, just because there's zombies around doesn't mean you can't fall in love. Didn't we talk to Armand last week <laughs> about the romantic zombies? Yeah. Exactly. It's amazing how these writers are so talented at switching genres that are so different. Anyway, Bonnie's lovely, and she's one of the ladies, uh, one of the people that we met at uh, Nink and uh, talked about coming on the show. So uh, let's meet Bonnie. Hello, Bonnie, and welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Hi, Doug. Hi, How are you doing? Hi, everybody. <laughs> Good. How are you guys? <laughs> We're doing great today. Good. Where are you? I actually am in my office um, in Missouri. I live in a town called Osceola. It's actually known for its cheese. You go up to Kansas City and people are like, oh, the cheese place. And it's like, yes, the cheese place. <laughs> oh, wow. You're a breakout from Wisconsin. Yes, the there you go. In fact, I think we have cheese from Wisconsin in our little factory, our little store. It's just not a factory, a little store. It's like a tourist trap. I'm not kidding. People, old people fly to Kansas City. They get on a bus, go past us. It's two hours to get to us. And then they go another hour and 20 minutes down to Branson. And then they come back up and they stop at the, stop at the cheese place in a bathroom break and back up to Kansas City. <laughs> so it's great. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm always going to Branson from the Memphis side. Like we come up through Little Rock and then go to Branson that way. So. Oh, you're only an hour from me then if you stop in Branson. Yeah, it's an hour, 20 minutes. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't go to Branson a lot because, well, how many times can you see Ray Stevens? <laughs> I don't know. Can you still see him? I don't him? know. Is he alive? I just, <laughs> that's the last thing I remember I, to go about Branson was you could go see Ray Stevens. And that was that was kind oh, of Oh, have you been to Silver Dollar City? Oh, yeah. I was, I, yeah, I was a kid. I went to Silver Dollar City. It was fun. So, oh, yeah. man, it's trippy. Nick, have you been to Silver Dollar City? You guys want to do something fun. Hit up Silver Dollar City. That's a You trip. can like pan for gold there. Not yes, real gold. Like they have like a little trough that you can kind of go out Come there and on, pan right. for gold. <laughs> <laughs> Nick's like, I don't, what the hell are y'all talking about? <laughs> yes, you stupid Americans. It's, it's the Ozarks. Because I, 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 that's the part that he drives through. He doesn't want to stop in. Hey, I've I've stopped there. I've been to Kansas City quite a few times because we used to race there. The one thing I remember about Kansas City is like you can take one step and be in one state, one step and be in another state. And like part of the city is all in different states. Hey, cool. It's confusing. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Oh, yeah. I should have I should have started with that. It's very confusing, but it's really cool. <laughs> yeah. What if your house is built across the state line? It's like if you're in the bedroom, you pay taxes. And if you're in the in the kitchen, you don't. That'd be trippy. But I just I found something out down here. So they're still kind of wrapped up in the whole Civil War thing down here, which is pretty cool. Like, that's awesome. But if you live in Kansas and you work in Missouri, you actually have another tax on top of you simply because how dare you live in Missouri? <laughs> really? <laughs> how dare you work in Missouri? We do that it's in insane. Tennessee to Mississippians. Yeah. If you go to Mississippi, because we're right on the edge, too. Oh, so you got Tennessee, gosh. Arkansas. Yeah. you Anywhere outside of Tennessee, you got to go pay an extra tax because how dare they? 
Yeah, I'm from North Idaho. That stuff is not okay. Like, oh, and you want to talk about panning? So there's a thing up there. Have you heard of star agates? Yes. Uh, star, yeah. They're like ruby agates. Okay. There's only two places in the world that you can actually find them. And they're on opposite ends of the world. One's in India, one's in North Idaho, just a little bit south of, uh, of Coeur d'Alene. Yeah, and you can actually go there. It's like seven bucks. You can walk out with seven pounds of these star agate rubies. I'm not joking. It is so cool. You want to go and pan for real stuff. It's cool. We have one in Arkansas that we're down near Hot Springs where you can go do the diamonds which is the Crater Crater State Park, and you go chip away. And there's always, like, some kid who finds, like, a four-carat diamond in the middle of the stream. Those and like, butts. You're like, uh. I have six kids. <laughs> <laughs> Get to work, kids. Oh, <laughs> like, yes. Yeah. I'm going to go over here and write. You guys you go, go over there. You go for gold right now. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Now, we've got to get around to kids because that's a question we're going to talk about. But first of all, <laughs> Why don't you tell us a little yeah. bit about your author uh, kind of how you path. got there? How did you yes, get to where yeah. you are? Oh my gosh! So it was really crazy because I was I'm a pre med. I have a biophysiology degree uh, with a chem and math minors, and uh, so I'm a huge numbers person. I like the sciences. And I always want to be a writer. You know, we have that stupid thing where every author's like, oh yeah, I want to be a writer since I was a kid. And I used to write stories and read them to my stuffed animals. No, that's a bunch of crap. I used to make my stuffed animals act them out. And then I was like, okay, this is dumb. I'm going to go <laughs> conquer the world, right? With science. And I actually went home. We had a car drive through our apartment in Las Vegas. And um, we had just had our third kid. And so we moved back home to North Idaho because I was going to school at uh, UNLV in Vegas, go Rebels. And I was up there and going to school I had to shift my focus and I decided that I was going to go into radiology, radiologic technology, um, which is actually a really cool field. And I met this lady. I never saw her after this, but she was like, Hey, do you want to get together and do like a critique group? I want to start writing. And I was like, what? Yeah, sure. Let's do this. And we met a couple times. I had a book written and I never saw her again. Her name was Brenda. Never saw her again. It was, it was crazy. And then I just started writing and it was just, I, I got picked up by, um, Karina, Karina, Karina press, the Harlequin one. So I went trad for a little bit, and then I just was like, I'm a control freak, so <laughs> I'm out of this. <laughs> so I started doing my own thing. I have my own publishing company, and I just – I have 14 pen names, and yeah, I just – we love it. I love it. I love writing. I think it's addicting and – Oh, my God. There's so many things from <laughs> wow. just that I want to start with like, like – uh, you have 14 oh pen names. You got to give us a little rundown of like your important ones. Explain yeah. yourself, Paulson. Okay, look, <laughs> Paulson. So I, I've said I say this to you, you know, like they're not all alive. All of the pen names, some of them are like, you know, that I don't know if you guys hear that saying, but it's like they're like the redheaded stepchild, right? Like y'all are gonna stay in the basement, just sit there and you ask mom for pop, but you don't do anything else, right? Like they're like they did their job. I've got a couple books out of them because I also think I have a I I'm told all the time that I've got a little bit of ADD, so I'm all over the place. I don't know if you guys are like that, but I'm like, oh, I've been writing Western romances. I have more than 200 books out total, like collective. And I finally was like, because I was like writing sweet Western romances and then I was writing Western romances and I was writing apocalyptic thrillers and I was like, I got to write like women's fiction. I have to write, uh, I want to try cozy mysteries, which holy crap, anybody that writes mysteries or thrillers like that, when there's like a, something that you have to solve, forget about it. I'm not smart enough for that. <laughs> Wait a I'm second. Like, this is oh the, my gosh. just got med schooling and all this, you know, I can't even keep up with what she said about her schooling. You have to do like red herrings and yeah, crap, right? And I'm like, red herrings, that's lunch. What are you talking about? I have to, what? <laughs> What are you talking about? I don't understand. What is all this? There's three. There's like a formula. So mine, there's mysteries and stuff in some of my stuff. But I, when I, I was like, forget this. I'm not doing cozy mysteries anymore. So I switched over to uh, paranormal women's fiction, which is a flipping blast. That's under my Cody 
Hart pen name. You can't all. even remember your names. <laughs> I can't remember them all. That's one of my Cody Hart pen name. And she's doing pretty good. She's, uh, I love that. That's a fun one. It's, I based it up in North Idaho. So it's, there's a lot of fun stuff. But like, if I get bored, I just switch pen names. So I told my husband, I was like, it's a good thing I have pen names because, you know, I always wanted six boyfriends and no husband. <laughs> and he's like, they'll make another pen name. <laughs> so it's it's better than having an extra. Well, they're probably easier than extra husbands, I'm sure. So, <laughs> right? Can you imagine? Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, yeah. That's your reverse so harem right there. There is like a. <laughs> yeah, there it is, right? Like, yeah, why choose? Yeah, why choose? All of them. You just get a pick, all the things. <laughs> So yeah, so that's how that can happen. I I have active pen names and sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm bored. I'm going to write Bully Romance again. So let's go do that. And then I'm like, ah, I'm bored with that. Now let's go back to killing people, which who doesn't love killing people? I am. That's always the best. <laughs> I mean, I mean, strictly fiction. <laughs> yeah. What's the best? Yeah. So, yeah. So we had this discussion last week with uh, Armand about the best way to kill somebody. Oh, well, there's the more emotionally satisfying, the more physically satisfying, and then the one that actually you get away with, right? Like there's like a lot of different See, I told you when you were talking about that, Doug, you've got to you've got to bracket that. I mean, there's lots of different ways of looking at that. There's variables, right? Nick and I always are talking yeah. numbers. Like there's variables in place. What are your variables? What are your goals? What are we looking for? <laughs> satisfying? <laughs> we well, want? it's going to be messy. What do we want to get out of this? Yeah. Yes, there we exactly. go. Exactly. Yeah. Do you have life insurance? Well, there's going to have to be a body. Right, yeah. So. <laughs> Huh. It's valid. You're thinking it through. You could write some mysteries or at least like, you know, killing things, uh, you know. Right. I'd probably be that author because I've heard of this author who like killed people and then wrote the book about it and sold it like fiction. Have you guys uh, heard yeah. of that? And I was like, that'd be me where I would like write the book and they'd be like, oh, yeah, we found this to be true. And I'm like, crap. <laughs> <laughs> it's not real. <laughs> but I'd be put in jail anyway. <laughs> we had uh, Kirsten Model on a, a few shows back and I'm reading her latest that's coming out. She gets, gave us both a beta copy of it and, and Doug's already read it. It's really good, but it's about a uh, fan stalker of an author. Oh. And so how she could sit there and write this and not freak herself That'd out, I have no trippy, idea. That'd be trippy, wouldn't it? Oh, I want to yeah, read it was, that. It was, it was something. It's was like, wow. She, and yeah, I, mean, I read it. I, I powered through that thing. I was like two nights. I was like up all night reading it. Oh, that's cool. And then I was it's like, really good. Yeah. Who's, who's watching me? And I'm like, wait a minute. I don't have enough fans. I'm okay. It's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, one, no one gives a shit about nobody's us. Like, nobody's going to kidnap a fat ball guy. So. <laughs> hey, I did have a stalker. I did have a stalker. Oh, yeah. Really? That was interesting. Like it seemed pretty calm. Like, oh yeah. Hey, how you doing? And. Like we would talk all the time, and then suddenly it was you weren't at your church. This oh, weekend. you weren't like what's where are where have you been? Like when it got really trippy fast. Like I was like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Thankfully, I had a different address in all of my stuff. I use a fake address, so this person was like in the state over, and was like, yeah, you weren't at your church that you said you were at, and I was like, oh my gosh, what? How weird. It was crazy. And I was like, and we're done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that pin name's dead. So. Yeah. Dead. <laughs> Kill them. Dead. That, that one. Yeah. It was fine. All right. So I got a question on pen names. So you've okay. got Bonnie Paulson, but then you've got Bonnie R. Paulson. So I've got to oh. ask you, does the R have pirates in it? R. R. <laughs> 
No, the R has uh, Western romance cowboys in it. So I had like this whole thing where I was like, hey, I'm going to switch out into niches, right? Because I was like, let's let's niche down a little bit. So Bonnie Paulson, without the R, <laughs> without the hot pirate, was very like just contemporary romance, just sweet romance, rom-coms, lighter rom-coms, lighter contemporaries. And then Bonnie R... Dang it, now I wish I did have some pirates in there. <laughs> just had cowboys. And right, wouldn't that be fun now? Now that he said that, I'm like, ooh, just had the cowboys. <laughs> They've done the Western aliens. There was the Western alien movies, yeah. right? So yeah, you could do uh, Western pirates. Western pirates. Yes. Well, I do have outlaws in mind, current day outlaws. So I do have that. So we'll just consider those pirates. But yeah, so then I did that and then I just kind of combined them all. So if it has Bonnie R on it, then it's my Westerns. And if it just is Bonnie, then it's just lighter contemporary. So, okay. So a lot of, what are the different genres of romance that you do cover in all your Western suite? Oh my. With 14 (laughs) pin names. (laughs) So I write, I have sweet Western romance. I have lighter contemporary. Like I said, I have rom-coms. And then in some of my not-so-known names, I have like bully romance, uh, YA romance, paranormal romance. I have dystopic romance. I'm trying to remember everything that I have. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, Tina, I, I've, got, I've got a non – as a non-romance reader, most of those I can understand. But like bully romance, is that like uh, – what is a bully romance? Yeah, what the crap is bully romance, right? Okay, so bully romance is just a way of saying enemies to lovers, but it's usually set like YA, upper YA, new adult, that right in there. So it's like you're moving into, and there's a lo- very specific tropes, Doug. Okay, so you can't, I can't, you can't just jump into it, right? Tropes. Okay. No. No, you have to hit very specific tropes. I don't write a lot of sex like at all, and so I dro- I've dropped the ball on that one. <laughs> like there's supposed to be sex by like chapter three. Oh, like wow. not just open door. We're talking like explicit, like think like dirty minded. And so, but it's fine. My story was fun, but you have to be in a school or a college. And there's usually the boys the like the boys like in a group. And he's like the alpha of the whole school. And he like owns a school, which I did that one good. And then he's like really mean to the, um, to the heroine. And she's also a meanie back and it's like really good. And it's like my favorite. <laughs> I love enemies to lovers in anything. I'm like, Oh, you guys don't like each other. Now you're going to love each other. <laughs> 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 I do that with my kids. Oh, are you guys fighting? And I have five boys. You have you guys are fighting? Time to kiss. Oh, so sad. Stop fighting. <laughs> oh my god. That was good. that was another question that was coming up. So you have five boys and I presume and five boys a girl. and one girl, yes. You yes. have six kids. You know what causes that, right, Bonnie? I do. Check chapter four. <laughs> all by chapter three, she said. You got to be yeah, like, yeah. All by, all chapter, by chapter three, three Nick. You're- yes, I do know what causes that. Uh, my husband's hot. How old are they? Let's see. My oldest is 19. He's on a mission in Brazil. And then I have my next is my daughter and she's 18. They're um, Irish twins. And then my next one is 19, 18, 17. He's an Irish. They're like Irish triplets. Um, So he's 17. So it goes 19, 18, 17. And then my next one is 13. He'll be 14 in just a few months. And then I have another set of Irish twins and they are 11 and 10. I think. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> Much like, it's like, it's like the same names. You can't quite Scared remember them all. Oh my gosh, yeah. I'm yelling at him. I'm like snapping my fingers. I'm going, uh, three, come over three. here. <laughs> Five. But I can't imagine. Like, I have three kids, two boys, and my oldest is 28 or, yeah, he's something like that. He's, <laughs> he's on there. 
<laughs> he's on up there. He's not listening, I don't think. So, but I, he hasn't lived with me 10 years. I still call my uh, 21-year-old by his name. I'm like, hey. Oh, I call some of my kids by the dog's names. Oh, like, yeah. Like, this is a thing, right? Like, I call, them by, I call them by cats' names that we haven't had in 20 years. <laughs> yeah, <so>. right? <laughs> that gets worse as you get older because my mother, when she talks to any of us now, it's a lottery whether we're going to get called one of the grandkids' names, my brother's name, one of the dog's names. Don't talk about your mom like that. We love Jan. Well, it's a it's, it's very sweet when she does it. It's not oh, no, annoying moms at get all. It. Moms, no, it, I completely understand that my daughter will always be called by the first three boys' names first, and then, and then her. Yeah, yeah. Like it's you just, just got to rattle through them. That's it's how so, it is. Just suck it drop up. Drop them down like, like a little bit at a time. Yeah, so it is what it is. In fact, I think I just started calling them. Come on, honey. Come on, let's go. Like, because I don't know. I don't know your hey, name. Y'all. I don't care. Let's go. Yeah, yeah y'all. Let's if y'all going. want, if y'all want to go to Chick Fil A, get your ass in the cars. <laughs> Chick Fil A. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, no, it's it's fun. I love having. I mean, I love having kids. I didn't ever want kids, and I'm so glad that I have them. Well, that's a that's a pretty big change of decision. I didn't want to have kids, so I had six. I really wish that this was like a viewing thing because I'd show you a picture of my husband. He's like Tarzan. So there's a reason why we have <laughs> well, we have Doug. <laughs> they can just look at Doug <laughs> and there's pictures <laughs> on our yes. sites of Doug and just imagine Doug. And that's why that's, Bonnie has lots yeah. of children. <laughs> Doug's not my husband. No. <laughs> I just really weirded her out. And there's some big guy that looks like Tarzan that wants to kick Doug's ass now. No, my husband's very secure in his position. He's not the type to get very jealous because he knows I totally adore him. So That's it's good. good. Awesome. I'm always like, honey, this book's about you. And I have like a hundred books <laughs> about him, about romance. Right? And he's like, another one. Another one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, sorry. Uh-huh. All right. Yeah. So you have, you write, do all this writing. You have a football team of kids. You've also got uh, a football an, team uh, of, yeah, of like pen names too. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and the go. pen names. Yeah, and you have uh, finding your indie FYI, which is your business that you run. Yes, with a partner. that's one of them. Uh-huh. Yes, one of the businesses. How on earth do you have more hours in the day than the rest of us? More days of the week? How do you do all this? It's really crazy. I do have one of those time turner things that Hermione had. Totally lying. <laughs> I have um, this ability to hyperfocus, so I can get like what it'll take someone like three days to get work done. I can get done in like two hours. So it's really annoying because I, like I said, remember this ADD thing. I have a hard time if it's if I had, don't have if I don't have a massive list of pressure on me. I literally will ignore everything that I have and go and read a book or go hang out with my kids or go dirt biking. We just went dirt biking last week. And so I will literally like, that's what I do unless I have as much pressure as possible. So I started feeling like the pressure was coming off two weeks ago and I decided to start another business because I literally cannot handle not having pressure. And my blood pressure is one of the, I've actually been told by doctors, you must be a marathon runner. And I'm like, honey, have you seen me? (laughs) Like my favorite thing to do is sit on the couch and eat Oreos. So you cannot tell me, but I bet when my stress level is not up, when I don't have a high pressure requirement or high uh, performance requirement needed, my actual blood pressure actually spikes. So I have to keep myself overloaded on stress or I have an opposite effect with cortisol and stuff. So. Wow. That must work out. Yeah, it's weird. It's a superpower, but it's annoying. 
So, so how many many books do you do a year with that kind of... uh, I actually took a break this year. I only did six. Normally I do, like, I had one year where I did 52 books. and one um, a week. That was exhausting. (laughs) Yeah, one a week. One a week. Yeah, I did do one a week. That was so fun. (laughs) How? (laughs) Well, okay, so... Are you just like, (laughs) typing away already? Yeah, no, just... I'm a huge plotter. Like I didn't used to be a plotter. I used to be a pantser and it would take me like six months to write a book. And then I realized that, cause I'm always thinking, right? You guys, I know you guys are always thinking like, how do I more organized? How do I make my systems work? So I figured out, okay, if I plot and I figure this out beforehand, then it's just a matter of fill in. Right. So yeah. So I, I write very extensive outlines that take about two to three days. And then after that, I can write as fast as I want to. Like I said, I have not been pushing out a bunch this year because writing for me has become a job and I don't want it to be a job. I want it to be something I enjoy. So that's why I cut back. I cut down to six this year. I think I only have, I only have one more that I need to get out this year. And then I think next year I might go back to 12, but I'm not in any hurry, right? It's just a, I can finish this book that I have due. I can, it'll probably take me about a week. So I'm not like stressed out to get it done, you know? So we got to stop interviewing people like her and Amon because I feel like the biggest loser because <laughs> I put out four books a year. It's okay, like, but that's ah, your system, right? That's your faster? process. No, no, no. But why do you need to go faster? You don't need to go faster. You write books that are good. You write books that your readers love. So why would you want to change your system just because someone else does it differently? That's, no, that that's doesn't make true. sense. That's a good point. I mean, you're like you're, a coach, aren't you? No, I do that. But <laughs> well, yes, you are. Yeah, no, I mean, you I are because mean, you are a coach. That's what you yeah, do sometimes. But, but seriously, like, I get a lot of people who are like, "How do, how can I re- release faster?" But that's under the assumption that to write slower or to release slower, and I think slow has a negative connotation, but to release it at a, at a less frequent pace is undesirable. And I, I don't think that that's true. I think that whatever we uh, pace we set for ourselves is going to have to be the one that works. And we have to, I think the biggest thing for authors is we're in this industry where we compare each other and we have reviews out there and people are put their money out there and they put their books out there and look at all, look at all greatness. And it's like, we really are storytellers. And back when we weren't writing, uh, and I don't mean we, I mean like collectively as storytellers, when you know we weren't able to write it down, you had the same amount of fire, campfire time that everybody else did. And we all told it in the same way and the same time frame, but we developed it differently, right? And that's the same thing now. Like we have to develop our stories differently. Some people take years to develop their stories. Uh, Margaret Mitchell, she took years to develop Gone with the Wind. And when she, when she, her husband was like, here's a typewriter, go write this down. I'm sick of hearing about it. And she wrote it down because she'd been developing this for so long. And that's like really her, not her only one, but that's what people know her for, right? And then you have other people who put out a thousand books and we don't even know their names. So it's not fair to compare and be like, you know, oh, she puts out a ton. So I want to be like that. It's, it's not like that at all. I mean, I was looking at your books. I was like, man, I'd love to write that. I'd love to be able to write mysteries like that. Like I can't, and I want to, and I just mentally, I just, I'm like, okay, I already know the answer on chapter two. Why do I have to act like I don't know who killed him? Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so, and I, so mentally I can't write a mystery. I mean, cause I already have the, I already have it figured out in my head. So why would I think that I wouldn't, I mean, that's what, that's what everybody has said about my mysteries. Oh, I already know who did it. Yeah. You got to write it like you're the you're the villain trying to hide it from the person. Oh, and that way dad. you're trying to oh. stretch it out. So you're trying to get away with it. So you have the whole book to get away with it. I love that. 
Either that or you just don't know what happens <laughs> and, who did it, and then you figure it out as you write the book. And that's another good way of un- unveiling yeah, it slowly. But you know what? Yeah, but you know what? That completely goes against my system. So Yeah, that's not a plotter's way yeah, of doing so it. So it's, it's very, very uh, – and then you'd have to find – yeah. So for me, I to mean – To plot it backwards. I don't, I yeah, don't like – Plot it backwards. Plot and backwards, like, yes. like, <laughs> write, yeah, it write it completely backwards <laughs> and just get way you can go all the way to the beginning and see you know, how to get away with it. Who yeah. did it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but you bring up no, some really, that. really good points, and and I was, I'm, you know, obviously I'm kidding about. Uh, oh, of course, you know, I know. Right at that level, but the and and actually a big thing for me was uh, telling myself that, and uh, I overloaded myself last year in the beginning of this year a lot. I took, I kept saying yes to too many things, and uh, it's really hard to turn them away. And you, you look at these, you look at a week, and you go, you know what, I could put out if I really push myself, I can put out for me like ten or fifteen thousand words in that week. But 10,000 words is my normal week. So you're like, oh, I could fill that in with this. Or, oh, I could do another novella during this period of time. Or I could take this other project on. And so I really tried to step back out of that and committed. Like Doug and I, we're doing one book a year in our co-author thing. So it's a it's a back project behind the, the books that we do ourselves. And it's tough because it's like we're jonesing to put another one out now. Because the first one did pretty pretty well, better than we thought it would for the first in series. And so now we're jonesing to get the next one out, but I can't get started on it because I because I keep turning myself around in circles on it. That's good. And if you're if you're excited to get it out, then your readers will be excited to get it. And people, some people I know, a lot of very successful authors who release one book a year. I mean, do we need to talk about the guy Martin? What's his name? George Martin? Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. One every forty years, he's like, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> yeah, that's just yeah. He's just lazy though. I think he just doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I do think, yeah. and I doubt George R. R. Martin's listening to us. If he is, I'm sorry. But I do think that he just he actually <laughs> disdains his readers. Like I think that he he doesn't value them at all anymore. And I think that's part of the problem he has. He's so. well, and that might be. I mean, I have no, I don't know the no, guy. I don't, either, I don't know right? his processes, yeah. but but I mean, he's gonna come kick our ass. Good now, to be like, you're not very nice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, he could not. Have you seen pictures? Please. <laughs> and and Bonnie's a dirt bike rider, so I want to know more about that. Because, oh. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm a car and bike guy, so what, what do you ride? Okay, hold on, because my husband buys these. So I ride a KTM 150. It's a two-stroke. It's a 2022, I think. I don't know. It's maybe. a two-stroke. <laughs> Oh, you bet. Yeah, you bet. Nice. Two stroke all the way. Yeah, it's cool. a two stroke. Um, I love two strokes. Four strokes are nice. Don't get me wrong. I love a good four stroke, but uh, two strokes are great. Can we use that as the quote? At the beginning? <laughs> two strokes are great. I was, I've been holding my lips closed going, hmm. I am amazed Doug didn't jump all over that. That's the sound bite of all time right Why there. do you Thank think you, I kept Bonnie. going? Did you see his face got red? Oh, he's just sitting going, <laughs> two That's why I kept going with mini. that. Hey, I have five boys. Uh, yeah, Hello. Yeah. You think my humor can't match yours, Doug? Nice try. All right, Bonnie. So with this master plan of the future that you you lay out before, what's coming up? What do you have on the horizon? For my writing? Oh, I've got some fun stuff. So I have, um, I'm releasing my third in my accidental, accidentally, but accidentally, Gosh, I don't even know the name of my series. Accidental but Perfect Romance <laughs> is the third one. That's one that's coming up in December. And then I'm going to start working on some more um, survival apocalyptic thrillers. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm excited uh, for those. Yeah, kind of like a rapture style, right? So, I mean, that's kind of what seems to be hitting everything right now. So I'm going to start pulling one of those. And my kids may or may not survive if I can write those. I don't know. We'll see. In, in the book, <laughs> you mean, right? Like oh. you pull them off in the book, not, yeah. in, the, not in real no. life. Oh, oh, is that what we're supposed oh, to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In the, in the, mm-hmm. in the, in the book, yeah. My son says you're supposed to say in Minecraft, and that way it's it's legal. 
I like to murder people in Minecraft. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So I have killed my mother-in-law 17 different times in different books. Not just. No way. Yeah. You use Uh the same name every time or you pseudonym her? Yep. Same name. Hell yes. Oh my gosh. How does she feel about this? Was she talking to you before? (laughs) Oh yeah. Perfect. No. <laughs> uh, I wasn't their favorite for a while, so it's good. <laughs> I'm still not their favorite, but at least I'm, I think they like me. They don't know about the killing, so nobody shares that. Okay, yeah, yeah. We won't put you, that will not be out live. We yet, won't tell. So I doubt you. You yeah, can yeah. keep it in there. It's fine. I don't care. That's good. Yeah, I, I've killed my brother multiple times. Yeah, it's good. And if my I, kids don't straighten up, they'll die next. I'm in, in the, the books. books. In the in books. books. Yeah, in the that's books. Right. In the exactly. books. In Minecraft. In Minecraft. <laughs> Yeah, in Minecraft. So post-apocalyptic. Uh, wasn't Doug? Wasn't that you telling me about Silo? Oh yes, yeah, Silo. Netflix, yeah. yeah, it was phenomenal. Oh, we started watching it the other day. It's so Silo. good. It's, got a show. it's a, what? It's, it's it's the you, Hugh Howie's Wool series that they made into an Apple TV. Oh my gosh, it's a phenomenal it's show. Apple? So Come good, on, guys. What the? F- uh, fudge. Need- okay. <laughs> Dang it. Yeah, it's, okay, it's worth watching. It's it's totally. I mean, you gotta get Apple TV just to watch it Ted is. Lasso anyway. So, and then you can. Yeah, yeah, you gotta watch is Ted it, Lasso. Yeah, I haven't seen Ted Lasso. Is uh, Silo is like rated R or? Uh, I would say like your kids TV could MA. probably watch it. I think it. I don't think it was. My kids watch Walking Dead. Okay, I don't care then, about the violence. Not, no, the I think it's fine. It's just a TV series, and it's um. There may be some f bombs. I, I don't remember. Yeah, there's okay. a little bit of language, but, but it's not no, good. Yeah, I don't think any nudity or anything like that. But it's a really really phenomenal. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Nick's like, I've been watching in every single show. I have nothing. Not even a frame. He's like, nothing. It's, it's nothing. terrible. It's terrible. It's not like him. <laughs> yes. This sucks. Uh, we're, <laughs> we're loving it. It's it's really, really intriguing. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. I can't wait to check it out. Yeah. Thanks. Doug, Douglas, oh, get the wheel, wheel out. Yes. What's the wheel? We have a wheel oh, for questions you, for it. We forgot to tell you about that. And so, oh, yes. And really, we had the wheel so you can have this the neat sound effect. So if you'll listen closely. He does that every time he whacks the microphone. I didn't touch the microphone. You see how bent they are? Look, it's broken. He's, he's killing our wheel. You, want, uh, you <laughs> could order your own wheel. <laughs> I did order my own wheel and sent it yeah. to you. <laughs> <laughs> After the first two I, were trashed. I'm a nomad. I can't All right, yeah, I see. So, All right, well, how was, what is the first movie you saw in theaters? First movie I saw in theaters. That you remember. I'm sure. Gosh. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, I used to work in the theaters. Okay. I remember Independence Day came out 1996, July 4th. I got to see it before everybody else did because I worked in the theaters. And uh, that was a trippy show. I saw that one. That was trippy in the theater. I saw it when it came out. It came out on the uh, midnight. You had a point in in Memphis that would do the midnight showing the night before. Yes. And we went after work and saw it at midnight. So it was the very first showing. And it was was really cool. It's cool. Yeah. That was cool in, th- in theaters. Like, and people are like, oh, my kids are like, mom, that's such an old movie. And I'm like, dang, dude. Yeah. It's really good, though. <laughs> it's, it really, it was really is. good. Yeah. It was good in its time, for sure. Yeah. It was, great, uh, its time. great action movie then. So, yeah. Uh, that's what I saw. Do you, what do you, do you remember yours? Oh, the first yeah. one I, I remember seeing, I, I remember going to the drive in to see Raiders of the Lost Ark. Um, oh, good one. Yeah. That was my f- first one that I really remember. Um, and I remember like going to see Empire. At the uh, one of the malls here too, so it's, I don't remember. I guess Raiders was first, and then Empire is right after that. So that was both I was probably about six at that point. So mm. Oh, seven. that's cool. How about you, Nick? I think the first one I remember seeing on my own, where my mom didn't take me or something, was Swallows and Amazon, 
and it's a uh, it's a lovely um, children's book. That sounds like one of those dinosaur things. No, <laughs> no. That sounds like a bully romance. But I, I don't know. That. It sounds like something. Yeah. <laughs> it could be. Okay, one of your questions that you need to add to your wheel is something that's about like romances. We do. So something like. What is the very first date you remember going? Oh, on? That's, those are good questions. Yeah. Or what's an aphrodisiac food for you? Ooh, Do it. Do <laughs> it's it. on there. I will add it. Oh, is it? It really? will be now. Oh, you're saying I'm you're add adding it. it? I was oh, like, he's going to say get that question. We're actually adding some fresh questions because now, having done yeah. twenty odd shows, we've Nick kind of been me, through the wheel a couple of times. Yeah. So we're Nick uh, gave me a bunch of new ones going on, and they were long. And now, after writing them on here, I was like, you know what? Next time, we're doing short questions because. Next time, Nick doesn't get asked the questions because he's a nomad. He's a nomad. He doesn't get – he he, all he does is complain about my wheel. Like, how dare you? <laughs> and it did. No, I love your wheel. You it's your abuse wheel. of the got, wheel. That was because exactly. you told – Things just got dirty for He you. told yes. me to take it to Nink with us because we were going to do a show. And then I, so I put it in the back of my Jeep, drive it down there. We don't do a show. It just gets a little smushed in the Jeep, so – Hey, he was we busy. were going to do a show with our wives. We we told both our wives that they were going to host host the show, and yeah. we were going to be. Their and both guests. of them said, and they no. both said, "No, not a chance." So then really? we both started lying to our wives and saying, "Yeah, I was telling Cheryl that Ashley said that she'd do it." So he was telling Ashley that Cheryl said she'd do it. So they still wouldn't do it. Yeah, they didn't oh. believe us, so yeah. they were like, "No." Yeah, good smart yeah, women. They, Very smart. Yeah, they, women. Are. they are. They are. They were like, yeah. "No, we're not doing that." All mm-hmm. right. Bonnie, it's been fabulous having you on. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much, you guys. And hello, everybody. Thank you and goodbye. Big thanks to Bonnie for coming on. She's That's a lot of energy. She's a lot. Yeah, she's great. Though. <laughs> she's awesome. <laughs> Please remember, uh, subscribe to the show through your uh, whatever podcast medium you use. Give us a five-star review if you wouldn't mind. We always appreciate it. Yeah, and then also check out our show notes and for links to our books. Uh, you know, check out our social media. I just started us a TikTok, which only has two videos, but we'd love some like you know likes. I'll be adding some more, um, and you know any of our guest informations or anything we talked about on the show, and just look for our new episodes every two weeks. Until then, be cool to each other. Fair winds and following seas. You've been listening to the Two Authors Chat Show with Nicholas Harvey and Douglas Pratt.